podcast and iHeartRadio. All right, I'm going to stop with this. Hey, everyone. It's your girl, Jenny Blaze. What's up, bosses? We are live on Cannabis Mom Boss, where we empower others to safely and confidently come out of the green closet to modernize the perception of today's cannabis consumer while also providing business and entrepreneurship skills to create your own unique career path. I'm your host, Jenny Blaze, and I am a cannabis mom boss, meaning I medicate with cannabis to enhance my health and wellness, and I advocate for this for others as well. If it is right for you, I don't think cannabis is a cure-all for everyone, um, and I'm a boss. I, I, I am a former IT corporate consultant. I used to run and scale a $200 million business and left for maternity leave with my second child. And now I'm pursuing what I want to do and being authentic and true to myself while I do it. And I've never felt better in my life. Um, as a disclaimer, as a disclaimer, I would like to remind you all that I am not giving out any medical or legal advice. This is for entertainment and education purposes only. Okay, what are we talking about today? Yeah, not a lot of people like to say this, but momming sucks so bad. I hate it. I hate momming. I said it loud and proud. This does not mean that I do not love my children. I love my children with all my heart and soul. I would die for my children. But I'll be honest, momming sucks, especially in the year 2023. We're going to get into that some more. Um, and also, I'm going to give away some of my tips. Actually, I'm going to give you full insight into my metrics of my podcast so you guys can see how I more than doubled my podcast audience in just one week. Just one week, 143% growth rate. It's pretty good. Um, but before I move on, I want to make sure that I remind you all to subscribe and turn on notifications so that you don't miss out on our live sessions where we have our interactive chat. Hello, Serafina. I see you. She's over in L.A., so it's bright and early for her. If you're watching on Instagram, make sure you join us over on YouTube. I have slides so you guys can actually see if you're a, more of a visual person. The thing about podcasting, ugh, I need to get in a better ergonomic position for this mic and everything, but... um. Shoot, lost my train of thought. Where was I going with this? <laughs> oh, yeah, podcast listeners. So I totally get it. There's um, definitely a difference when it comes to um, the audience who are watching versus the audience who's listening. And I'm sorry, I'm trying to multitask because in my on my Instagram live, the video of me 
is so washed out. The lighting looks awful and it looks like I'm a ghost. There we go. I fixed it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was bad. So, okay. Let me get back on track. We are live here for Cannabis Mob Boss every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern. Unless there's like some kind of emergency or holiday. I thought I was going to have to cancel today's show, but luckily I'm like, my momming has evolved a lot since I first started. Don't forget my oldest is 13 and my youngest is two. But always, as always, if you missed the live stream, don't worry. You can always watch the replay on YouTube or listen to the audio podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or iHeartRadio. Also, if you are a Bravo TV lover, such as yours truly, you may know that I am the Jenny Blaze, the Blaze behind the Bravo and Blaze show, which is live every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern on this same YouTube channel, but also on Facebook and Twitter. The audio podcast is available on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. The handle is at Bravo and Blaze on all social media platforms. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, not really on Twitch, but we have an account there. I want to go on Twitch more. I'll talk about that another day. <laughs> um, yeah, and even on Pinterest, I do have a Snapchat. Don't snap me because I don't, I don't know how to do that. I mean, I do, but I just hate it. I hate Snapchat. Anyways, moving on. Okay. If you're watching, I just switched the slide to the Cannabis Mom Boss Manifestation Framework. It is now live where I go through all the tools I have used to manifest my dreams. And I give you these tools through videos, worksheets, and activities to help you achieve real results. I'm a no excuse kind of person. Like, I'm just going to be very direct and honest with no judgment. Like this is what it is. This is why we're not getting from point A to point B. I am a high performer. I get results. If you want results, this is for you. If you like excuses, this is not for you. But anyways, um, with the Cannabis Mom Boss Manifestation Framework, you also get a private mentor session that's confidential, one-on-one, -on -one, customized hype session with yours truly so that there are no excuses. Like I said, no excuses here. The link to the Cannabis Mom Boss Manifestation Framework is available in the show notes. Go check that out. Okay, I'm taking down the slides. I'm just gonna, I have like some notes, but I didn't like write a script or anything for today because this week has sucked. I'll be honest, um, as far as like momming goes and just like taking care of myself, I started reflecting like we're almost at the end of January 2023. And, you know, I'm always like measuring metrics and goals and seeing how far we're getting. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, 
I've been sick since Christmas, pretty much. My kids have gotten sick like twice. And I'm starting to give myself some grace because what am I going to do? Like you can't, you know, usually I try to get up at five in the morning and I have my whole like morning routine. I actually just wrote it down the other day. I have it on a big post-it on my wall. And I like that. That's like the environment I thrive in. And I get S-H-I-T done. My mom said not to swear on my podcast anymore. <sighs> I got issues. But um, I've been just trying, instead of like trying to force myself to wake up at five and be the like go-getter that I usually am, I just kind of took it easy and like rested. And I know that if I don't rest after being sick, it's just like an ongoing cycle. So I've been taking it easy, um, emotionally, emotionally eating. I'm guilty of that. And I feel it too. And that's what like, I'm just in like this funk. Plus I've said this before. I hate January. January is the worst month. It's like the coldest, the longest, the darkest, the most depressing. Everyone's on some kind of diet, either physically or financially. It's just like a no, it's the least fun month. At least like February, we get like Groundhog's Day. <laughs> That's like, you, Groundhog's Day is exciting to me because I hate January so much. But then after Groundhog's Day is Valentine's Day. So it's like, oh, well, we can maybe do something with this, even though it's still like cold and dark out and life sucks in the winter. I have seasonal depression. But um, yeah, then we have March. My birthday, my birthday month. I am guilty of being a birthday monster. It's my birthday in March, <laughs> all of March. So, um, yeah, and then end of March is end of Q1 for 2023. So that just got me, like, reflecting. Actually, I did go through, like, the whole manifestation framework for myself this week because I needed a refresh. Um, this framework can be used, reused over and over again as you change your goals and maybe your situation changes or your circumstances, that's what, you know, you can, that's the great thing about this framework is that you can continue to use it and use it to evolve and improve. But anyways, I don't know. My body's like, I could hear my lower backbones like grinding against each other, almost like I don't know, like a knuckle crack, but then my hip, my right hip, every time I take a step, the clicking is so loud. It's like embarrassing now. But bottom line is I need to get more serious about my like physical body care. Like I need to, and it's not about like losing weight or looking at the scale, but just the way I feel like I haven't been doing yoga, things just don't seem like right right now. So I'm going to use my manifestation framework to get back in it. That's right. Um, But then obviously, like, 
health and wellness is not all about your physical body. It's about your mental state, your emotional state, spiritual state, financial state, all that stuff. And as a mom, oh, my neck hurts. This is what I need to do yoga. Like I'm so stressed out. My oldest, I don't know if if you've been keeping up, she's really been making me put in the time into momming and just like things happening a lot lately ever since maybe the end of last school year. So it's been almost a solid, we're like, it'll be almost a year soon. And I'm just like exhausted. I'm burnt out. And I, her stepmom and I, we had a meeting with her teachers, her guidance counselor and principal this week. And it's just exhausting having to like, she just doesn't care about her schoolwork and I don't get it. And so we're taking steps to address that. I'm looking at getting like a new therapist. I don't even know. Like we're looking at every micro detail. It's just like, it's insane to me. We have all these adults from like a boss standpoint mindset. I'm like, we are using so many resources. This is time and money from all of these adults for this one child. And she's just like, what did something happen? We need, she needs to talk more. We need to communicate more. Um, but then there was, that was like frustrating and it's been exhausting to just alone. But then a bigger issue came up, <clears throat> excuse me, at the end of this meeting and I can't even discuss it openly right now. Maybe I will in the future, but I sobbed like, and uh, I know it's like so annoying. Oh, just tell us what it is. I can't tell you guys right now what it is, but I know that there's been other situations like with my stepdaughter where I could probably talk about it now, now that she's like older, but it doesn't matter. Like, my point is with momming, you never know what is going to come up that needs your full attention and is like, like high, the highest priority. And it takes a toll on you emotionally. And that translates to like, there's a trickle effect. And so my point is bottom line, Momming sucks. <laughs> Momming is awful. No matter, you could be the most loving mother or parent. You can love your child to the moon, but actual motherhood and parenting sucks in this culture, in this country, in this generation. Like, we're just not set up for success. We have to like try to fit into this nine to five corporate world. While taking care of kids, if I was still in the corporate world and all this stuff happened, I don't know what I would do. Like they would hate me. They just, and I'm not saying it. That's how corporate world, the world, corporate world should be and will stay. I don't know. Hopefully it evolves, but it was not fast enough for me because I knew that my lifestyle being a mom was not conducive to the high level, um, business that I was doing, like the people that I'm working with, I'm sitting in a, at a table with all men 
majority of them are Caucasian. You know, I'm like one of the only females or the only female, many times the only female. So like they can't even understand when I explain them, you know, to them what my priorities are as a mother, because yeah, like everyone has kids, whatever. But for me personally, I feel that having children is more than just like keeping them alive. Like I feel responsibility to raise healthy and happy functioning adults who not only like don't cause any issues in this world, but also can help contribute to the betterment of this world in some way. And like no pressure to my children because I'm not saying like you need to go like change the entire world, but like the simple things being, you know, like living a happy life and living their idea of success and maybe like having a low carbon footprint is like what brings them joy. That would bring me joy. I would feel like that was a success. I successfully raised a human. So anyways, I don't know. It's just, I just want to talk about this because no matter what you do, like we all can try our hardest to do everything that we like we know is the right thing to do or we think is the right thing to do. But at the end of the day, our children have a mind of their own. They're going to do what they want to do, whether you told them or not. As long as you tell them and you've done your due diligence, I think, you know, and you harness your relationship with them and nurture it, you know, like that's all we can do. And I feel like at this point in our world in 2023, this topic should be more discussed because it affects everything. Like, hello, my kid. Oh, so here's another reason why momming sucks. And I'm going to skip my four-year-old because like, she's basically my best friend. I just freaking like love her right now. She's super kind and like uses her words and she asks questions. She's super sweet. No complaints right now with the four-year-old. The two-year-old, totally different story. We're still like potty training. She's super defiant. She's super like, she knows that she's not supposed to be doing something, but she smiles and does it anyways because she's at that age where like testing the boundaries are fun for her. But um, I, last night I was in my office getting ready to like, we're going through our routine. My husband was doing the bath. I was going to put them to bed and I'm like rolling joints for not rolling. I was put, putting together some pre-rolls um, for today to be like proactive and like, oh, this will help me because, you know, th things have been kind of rough and let me just do something to help myself for tomorrow, whatever. So I'm like, let me roll these. <sighs> and lately, I also have been thinking like, gosh, thank God nothing else happens. Cause like this sickness that we've gotten in the last month has really taken a toll on the house. It just my ability to even work. And then the snow, we had a snow day on Monday. So we had the two youngest home all day. So there goes that day of working, you know, like it's just, it's like a snowball effect. No pun intended, but my two-year-old. So, okay. Last night, 
sitting here getting my joints ready and my husband comes down after the shower and goes, um, he said, I know so nonchalantly, right? He's like, I don't think, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure you're going to like this. And like, so I'm like, okay, this may not be that bad. But then he goes, I'm pretty sure Stella has lice. And I was like, what? I don't handle insects, infestations, rodents, poop, like all that kind of stuff is not my strong suit. I, it affects me mentally. I have nightmares when my, my oldest had a tick once and my parents happened to be with her when it happened. So like, I never went through the experience with her, but even like after it all happened and they like told me about it, I was just like, like, oh my God, I don't even want to talk about that much because I feel like icky. Um, and luckily, we didn't see any in my daughter, my four-year-old's hair. My husband checked me. He said he doesn't think there's anything, but I did treatment anyways because I was like, hell no. Um, and then I was talking to my friend who was like, oh, make sure you wear because I have long hair. She's like, make sure you um, put in a bun. And I was like, oh, yeah, 100%. But then. After I put in the treatment, I washed my hair and I got, I was like, oh, hell no, I'm going to kill these foes. And so I use my, I, when I curl my hair, I use a really high temperature. And so I went to the roots. I was like, I don't care if I burn my scalp right now. I like just did everything. And then I also, on top of it, I rolled it up when it was still hot and then put like bobby pins in. So that the heat would kill anything that was there just in case. And then immediately after this, it's going back up in a bun. But I took off all the sheets, um, vacuumed everywhere. There was like a spray in the kit. So I sprayed like any upholstered furniture. Um, I really want to just shave all of our heads and burn down the house. But, you know, that's apparently not the first option that you're supposed to go with when you have lice. FML, people. FML. So, yeah. Oh, new things I learned. They, lice need to feed off of a human every, like, 12 to 24 hours so if they are not on in your head like if they're let's say they're on um on a pillow like I took off all the pillow sheets or cases or whatever we're washing them um you could put the pillows or stuffed animals in the dryer because they die at like 100 degrees or something um 103 degrees or whatever so you could do that. But then also if you keep everything in like garbage bags and like away from everything, like in the garage, they'll die within like 24 hours. So you can do that. <sighs> I'm just so grossed out right now. I hate this. Blah. So yeah, momming sucks. 
I don't know what else to say about it. <laughs> it does. Although I love my children and even though she had lice the whole time, the whole day, I spent the whole day with my youngest yesterday and she's just, I was really trying to soak it all in because I know she's, this time in their lives only happens once. And I look at my 13 year old and I'm like, oh my God, she's going to, they're going to be like that someday. And I just want to like soak in all of the cuteness as long as I possibly can even though I'm busy and I got stuff to do. But you know what? We can always work. Work will always be there. But okay, let me move on to my boss lesson of the week. I'm going to talk about how I increased my podcast growth, Bravo and Blaze, by 143% in just one week. Okay, this was not even really, like I wasn't, intentionally, like that wasn't my goal, but it kind of was too. Like I'll explain. So I'm going to preface this with, I do not have Joe Rogan numbers. Okay. I don't even have like crazy impressive numbers, like nothing like what bra bros probably have. They're so annoying. <laughs> Just kidding. <sighs> Love them, but they're, they are annoying. Anyways, <clears throat> I'd say it to their face too. But even with the numbers that I do have, I've consistently stayed in the top 100 podcast charts globally. I'm worldwide, bitch. Oops. <clears throat> Not supposed to swear. Um, so one, if you are someone who already has a podcast and maybe you've leveled off on your growth rate lately, or maybe, you know, maybe you can use these tips to get out of like a rut or a funk, or maybe you haven't been focused on that. And you're like, Oh, let me, let me do that. <laughs> you can implement these things today, this week, but okay. Anyways, also maybe you don't have a podcast, but you've always been thinking about starting a podcast. Maybe you have, maybe you're a small business owner or entrepreneur already. You don't have a podcast, but you know, podcasting is incredibly amazing for your brand recognition and also to get out your message. You're using your voice. You connect with people one-on-one. -on -one. Podcast listeners, I have, um, there's three links in my show notes to, I think it's truelist.co. There's a uh, article from Forbes and what's the other one? Uh, Buzzsprout where they go check those out. You can see all the statistics on podcasting and how beneficial it is to podcast for your business or for your brand or whatever it is you're trying to do. It reaches more audience and it's in a different method. So let's say someone's like, oh, I, I heard, you know, like I can just do advertising for my podcast to make it grow. Sure. Okay. You can pay for X amount of views and hope that like they see that picture on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, wherever you're paying for this advertising. Sure. You can do that, but you're not guaranteed conversion and conversion can mean different things for different people. If you're a podcast host and you want people to listen to what you're saying, 
you need to, they need to hear that, right? <laughs> if you have a message, if you have a purpose, you, it's not going to translate into like one quick picture that somebody's scrolling through is what I'm trying to say. Is that still powerful and useful? Sure. But it's not the only way. And also the audience of podcasts are extremely different types of people. Usually they're higher educated and they have higher incomes. So their loyalty is worth way more than any Instagram follower would ever be. Like if you have one solid podcast listener, but you got like, let's, okay, let's use bigger numbers. Okay. So say you have a hundred dedicated loyal podcast listeners who tune in every single week. That is more valuable than how many followers do I have on Instagram? 6,000 now. That's like, not that, yes, I value my Instagram followers tremendously, but it's the people who are listening uh, to your podcast who have that connection with you. So when you have time, and I didn't have time, I wish I could have clipped some of the statistics and put them on a slide, but <clears throat> I didn't get time to do that. But what I did have time to do, which I think is even better, is I'm going to actually show you my numbers. Okay, and I'm going to... I'm going to explain what I did, and I'm also going to show you my calculations so you can see for yourself. Okay, so this screenshot that I have here, for those who can see, <laughs> those who are watching, I have um, three my three latest episodes of Bravo and Blaze on Anchor. So Anchor has is a audio podcast platform where you upload your your audio file, which is your podcast, and it will push it out to multiple platforms. That's why when I say I have Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, um, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, all that stuff, that is there. My podcast is automatically pushed to all of those platforms through Anchor, and I haven't even integrated all of the different platforms. There's still more platforms that I need to do. So one thing that I've done recently is I added in iHeartRadio. So that's a new platform. But also, um, I've my first season of Bravo and Blaze, I did not upload my YouTube podcast, like my video version. I was only doing audio. And so imagine if I still only had audio. These are the numbers for the last three episodes just audio. I got 192, 179, and 198. My YouTube numbers, uh-oh, can't see this one. Hold on. I'm going to take off this logo. Oops, that's not it. Okay. There we go. Okay. So on YouTube, for the last three episodes of Bravo and Blaze, I have 79, 103, and 200. That is... 382 views total for those three ep episodes versus, I didn't do the math. I'm doing this on my head. I'm just going to round this up. This is like what, 600 audio podcast listens. So can you see how having multiple platforms is extremely important when you're growing? Hold on. I'm going to go back to, I see some people on in the live chat. There we go, Desmond. Hi, Desmond. I see you. And Serafina. Um, 
so yeah, the, okay. The way that I took these calculations, as you'll see here, <clears throat> so usually what I do, um, what I've promised myself and what I've promised for this podcast is I do at least one episode every week on Fridays. And that's when I go through my weekly updates of all the new shows on Bravo. But then this past week, I had a bonus episode. So anytime, obviously, if you have more episodes, you're going to get more listeners. And lucky for me, I was able to get a Bravo Leb. But as you can see here, if you look at these numbers, you would think that, oh, if I get a Bravo Leb, my numbers are going to go off the charts. Out of the last three shows, the one with TJ, no shade to TJ at all, but this is common that I, and this is what I've been seeing across the board for all of my, now that I have a full year of podcast data, now I can actually dive in and say, okay, the trend is that actually my solo episodes do better sometimes. And you would think, so one thing I didn't remember last year, I had no experience podcasting. It's only been a year, but I learned so, so much just from the data. And I read and learned that, you know, collaborating with other people who do the same thing as you is a good way to expand your audience. And it's so, so true. I will tell you this, this is a trade secret and not really, but I got my audience grew way, way more. I got more people in to listen to my podcast on episodes where I had fellow content creators, my peers, people who were doing the same thing. When I have them on, I get the most numbers. Okay. So just keep that in mind because when I also, when I started in this Bravo community, let's be honest, Bravo is reality TV we get a lot of like shadiness, we get a lot of cattiness. And what we're watching on TV, sometimes I notice, which I was not expecting at all, because I was just like, Oh, I'm happy to be here. But I notice it's not like that with everyone else. And like, some people feel a certain way, like they don't want to see you succeed, because they feel like they're competing against you or something when I don't feel like that is the case at all. I think if you're listening, which I know some of you are into the Bravo world, there is room for all of us. And the more that we support each other, the better we all do. There's no reason to be like, oh, I'm not going to tag this person in this because, you know, I they have a good fault. Like, get over it. Like, this is childish. <laughs> We're adults, and if you are trying to, like, build something online, a business or a platform, whatever, just do the things. Don't get stuck in your head and think, like, oh, my God, they're going to think I'm a, I'm a loser or, oh, what if they don't like me? Like, F them if they don't like you. There's no – have you done anything to them? If all you're doing is coming with good intentions, then that's their issue, and they're going to stay where they're at, and maybe – they have more followers than you or whatever. And I hate, I hate measuring thing by things by your following count, because I think it's so, so stupid. Like that means nothing, but you may have some people who have this attitude that have way more followers than you. But if you continue 
with being a good person, supporting others, having a good attitude, you will surpass them and they will see it. And it almost gets uncomfortable because you're like, now what? I told you. <laughs> Sorry. Moving on. So, yeah, that was just me, you know, trying to inspire and motivate. Um, so here's my numbers on um, my my audio podcast and my video podcast. But what I want to show here. OK, so I did my calculations and this is how I got to 143 percent so that nobody thinks I'm like just trying to throw out numbers. But I took the each week. So the week of January 13th, 2023 and the week of January 20th, 2023. And I just did side by side. I listed the numbers I got for my weekly live show on Anchor on YouTube and then how many I got for my bonus episode. And you can see the total number of listens um, in the week of January 13th was 277. The week of January 20th, 2023, I got 600, <clears throat> excuse me, 674. So to get the percentage growth, we would take the 674 minus 3 or 277. So you get the difference between the two weeks and then you divide that by the original number and that's where you get 143 from. So yes. That's it. This is pretty simple, right? It's like, it's simple, but it's powerful. And yes, it does take a lot of work. I mean, obviously saying, oh, just do an extra episode. That's not like, oh, well, yeah, okay. I'll just do an extra. Like, no, there's work that get, goes into that. But, and I, and I'm not trying to do a bonus episode every week, but this just goes to show how much of a difference it really makes 277 to 674 in one week. That's, and another thing, uh, my numbers again, are not crazy big numbers. I just started a year ago. Imagine people who have a bigger follow, like Brav bros. They started off. They are not a normal situation, by the way, do not compare yourself to Brav bros. They literally went viral like overnight and like they good for them, <laughs> but that's not how it is for everybody. And so, but you can apply all this to your own numbers and any kind of growth is great. Like you want to just keep going consistency, continuing with hard work. That's all you got to keep doing. And I keep noticing now I have this red spot on me. Do you have a hive? guys, I'm not doing well this week between my oldest, the lice. But even through all that, I still managed to gain <laughs> 397 new listens. Woohoo! So yeah, if I were to summarize all of this, I'll say, obviously, bonus episodes, add more platforms. Um, oh, and another few things that I think helped my numbers in this case were keywords, trending topics, and believe it or not, your thumbnail, your YouTube thumbnail is actually one of the bigger things that people that determines how much traffic you get. 
So remember, it depends on what your goal is, but there's plenty of ways to execute your goals. And at the end of the day, what I like to do so that I am, I'm feeling fulfilled every day and long-term, I, that's when I go back to my manifestation framework and say like, okay, does it, and what it, is what I'm doing now, is that contributing towards my overall goal? Because we can get distracted, we can get off track, we can get sick, we can have things happen in our lives. And if you can go back to your values, your true authentic self, what it is that you want to do, what your purpose is, what drives you, then you can start doing a top-down approach to figuring out how do how does my overall vision and what I want and my dream, how does that translate down to my everyday tasks or every, you know, my weekly tasks or my monthly tasks or to-dos. So that's what the, I'm managing everything here by myself, one woman show here. So that's what the Cannabis Mom Boss Manifestation Framework is for. Don't forget, you get private a private session with me. And that's when I think you'll get the most because then we can really take a look at the details because I can give all the, and I do this and I've done this for years, decades. I give people the tools and how to move to the next step, but then- a lot of times they're not in the right mindset or maybe there's some kind of nuance in their life that doesn't, they're like, how, well, how does that translate to what you told me to do over here? Like it's about just putting the pieces together and I can help with that. I can hold your hand and we can do it. I've done it before. I've done it hundreds of times, thousands of times. I've been doing it my whole life. It's that cheerleader energy. Whoop, whoop, hype. <laughs> so I just want to remind you all to sign up for the Cannabis Mom Boss Manifestation Framework for your self-paced crash course and personalized one-on-one -on -one session with the ultimate manifestation hype queen. Check out the show notes for links to all the manifestation offerings available. I want to thank you all for joining me. Thank you, Desmond, Sarah, in the chat. I love when you guys are chatting. Brightens my day. It's so funny because like I told, I said earlier in the show, I never expect anyone to listen. <laughs> so then when I do have somebody listening, I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That would, I have to go. Cause that was my kid. They're probably going to call me about the lice. Ugh. <sighs> I can't. I can't. Someone save me. All right. I love you all. Again, thank you for joining me. Make sure you are subscribed. And if you took anything away from this show today, please do me a favor and please share it with someone you think it would resonate with who could also take something away themselves. Stay lit, fam. And don't forget Luann de la Seps. Have one.